Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is, is pretty exciting uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has. My decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high-caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in a hockey city uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Shed. show welcome everybody bob stoffer with you this is oilers now it is brought to you by digitech trusted by 630 chad visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies printers and more at digitex.ca jam packed as always so much to get to what a hockey game last night didn't get the end result the majority of you wanted if you're listening to a show called oilers now what a terrific hockey game. And, hey, the home team played pretty well. 
coming up in the first half hour of the show. An audio recap of last night's games. Some comments from Connor uh, McDavid, Leon Drysaddle, who was terrific. Uh, Oilers head coach Todd McClellan, Milan Lucic, all that coming up in the first half hour, along with NHL today for elite promotional marketing. We'll talk a bit about Yesapol Yarvi, who's made his way back into it. Lots to uh, evaluate after last night's six-five overtime loss on an absolutely brilliant effort by one Sidney Crosby to win it for Pittsburgh on a night in which the Oilers played very well. Uh, we will have at 12.35 from NHL Hockey on Rogers, Sportsnet's Craig Simpson. At 105, the former captain of the Edmonton Oilers, he was relieved of his duties a couple days ago by the Kelowna Rockets uh, after winning 45 and 43 games in his first two years in the Western Hockey League. Remember, they only play 72 games in the league. So you basically had about a 625 winning percentage. His team got off to a tough start, but we're starting around in a form. And uh, Bruce Hamilton, one of the real power mongers of the WHL, in his infamous wisdom, uh, has uh, fired Jason Smith and replaced him with Adam Foote, who has uh, exactly uh, zero years of experience as a head coach at a uh, major level anywhere. And, of course, Adam Foote's son, Nolan Foote, is a uh, consensus first-round pick for the upcoming NHL draft. And the Kelowna Rockets host the Memorial Cup coming up in 2020. That's where the Edmonton Oil Kings are hoping to be at that time. Oil Kings GM Kurt Hill coming up today as well. So Craig Simpson, Jason Smith, Kurt Hill are our live guests we got lots to get to. We're going to uh, hear from you as well. You can reach us on our River Creek Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. They've got Tracy Morgan, the comedian, November 17th. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can text us on our Heartland Ford text line at 630-630. Heartland Ford, just 20 minutes from downtown Edmonton in Fort Saskatchewan. This is one of the busiest Ford dealerships in the province. There's a reason why. They know what they're doing there at Heartland Fort. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet uh, Brendan Escott, who has uh, replaced Brendan Ulrich as a key contributor on the show. He's now the uh, producer of the show. I will mention to you that uh, Edmonton plays the Washington Capitals tomorrow. Al May, as uh, flight got pushed back, Al May will join us on what is, hey, it's Tough Guy Thursday on Oilers now. We got Louis DeBrus tomorrow. We got Al May from the Caps, and we got Brian Burke. I'm like the safest broadcaster on the planet with that trio around. Uh, anyhow, so much to get to. Uh, lots of thoughts on different players. Uh, but uh, first, let's get to our Oilers now audio vault for our friends at Direct Workwear. On the job, you need the best. And in Edmonton or online, the best is Direct Workwear. Huge selections of garments, accessories, and women's gear. Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings online at directworkwear.com. The next voice you're here going to hear... Jack Michaels, and oh man, did we have a game to broadcast last night. Kessel threw it out front. Latang redirected home beautifully by Sidney Crosby. The live new Janopkins to the slot. Dry settle shoots and scores. This game is tied. Here's Chase on it. He bulldozed his way through Daniel Sprong. Turned and shot. That was blocked. Got it back. Fired and scored. What a play by Alex Chase on. He'll 
Let the line spin. Malkin, quick shot, score. Alexiak ties it through the wickets of Cam Talbot, and it's two all. Pittsburgh's a dangerous team. You give them a sliver, and they can score. We know that. And that's what happened. And their only sliver of the period was converted. And here's a center pass, and Pittsburgh's regained the lead. Right off the draw, Simone to Patrick Hornfist, and he squeezes one through Cam Talbot. But here comes Edmonton looking for the equalizer. What time to score? Reader down the middle of the ice, setting up Alex Chase on it. He's got two. And the Oilers have tied the game at three. A shot Dublin redirected and a save made by Talbot. Backhander save. Talbot rebound score. Porkless bangs it in. Corner McDavid looking and dishing. Left ball. High slot McDavid. Wrist shot score. Here come the Oilers, three on two, left to right. Over the line, dry settle to McDavid. Back in front, score! Leon dry settle, second of the game. Set up by McDavid. In across the line, Hornquist, sharp angle shot. Juicy rebound, rebound, score! And there will be overtime once again between these two teams. Drop pass to Crosby. High slot, shadowed by Strom. Crosby waiting, peeling, cornering. What a move around Strom. Backhander scores! Sandy Crosby! An unbelievable move to win it! 6-5 in overtime! Well, no one can accuse him of being a total Oilers homer with that call on that last one. Uh, and it was a fantastic uh, goal by Sidney Crosby. Isolated Ryan Strom one-on-one. Uh, you know, you basically play straight man when you're 3-3 three and three in that situation. Some, uh, A couple guys suggested to me after the game, a um, couple of whom would play the National Hockey League, what about a switch off there? Does Nurse in a year from now take on that and just say, hey, I got him, Stromer. Uh, but... The general rule of thumb is you stick to the one-on-one in that situation. Let's go to Oilers head coach Todd McClellan. Thoughts on the game? Well, where we were having trouble, we had success, and that was offensively. Um, We were able to create. Power play got us some goals, so a lot of positives on the offensive side of the puck, some negatives on the defensive side. A couple face-off execution plays where we win draws and it ends up in our net. A couple plays where we're late on sword outs. Um, So giving up six is is far too many, but uh, yet offensively there's a lot of positive. So you're torn between positive and negative. You know, pretty exciting game for uh, for fans, I'm sure. There's a lot of goals, and people like to see that. You know, we uh, I thought we improved in areas and maybe took a step back in others. So we're trying to find consistency as a team. All right. Uh, Alex Chason uh, scored twice, uh, took a puck off the ear, missed part of the game. And uh, just so you know, the order skated today at Rogers Place from 11 to 11.28, which worked out perfectly for the drive over here to uh, 6.30 Chet after. Uh, Chason did not practice, but is expected to play tomorrow. Uh, the Oilers' top six, and they never ran three-on-two drills or anything like that, but uh, I will tell you that Drake Kajula was wearing a blue jersey, and they'd moved Pugliarvi off of the line today of uh, Reader with Dreisaitl. So let's just assume that the Oilers keep Kyler Yamamoto tomorrow with... Uh, and Connor McDavid and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Chase on basically finished that game on the line with Dreisaitl and Reader, and the Oilers had Pugliarvi down on the fourth line. I I wouldn't surprise me if Pugliarvi ends up actually on the third line tomorrow playing with a guy by the name of Milan Lucic and Ryan Strom. And, uh, and the Oilers need to uh, recalibrate their fourth line based. Those guys 
Brodziak and Zach Cassian were on the ice for four goals against yesterday's game. Okay, they uh, were on the PK when Phil Kessel dissected them with a backhand pass. Somebody suggested to me it was a hope pass. It's not a hope pass when a guy has 42 points in the power play the year before. He's a hell of a player, and uh, that was the Crosby tip in that made it one nothing, and then two goals in the third period or in the second period, a goal in the third period for uh, specifically for the Cassian Brodziak combination. Pulleyarvi was actually on the ice in the final minute with those guys. He didn't get the puck out. Um, that made it 4-3 Pittsburgh, and then the game tire, uh, Pulley, and Cassian were both in the vicinity, but Alexiak picked it up. Oilers had their chances. A couple other things to hit on here. Cam Talbot, that was his, you know, worst performance. I mean, he. I would say the game against New Jersey, Cam would like to have the third goal back, maybe even the second goal, which was a power play marker. So that would be the one game where I thought goaltending you know, was a little bit of a factor. Um, Talbot's been pretty good so far. Cam Talbot would be the first guy to tell you he needed to be better last night. He needed to have one or, or two of those pucks that funneled in on him uh, not go into the net. The Oilers outplayed the Pittsburgh Penguins. They outshot them pretty good. I think it was 46-31 overall. And Matt Murray was better than Talbot. Matt Murray stopped Connor McDavid on a breakaway. Anybody think, just, and you can text us at 630-630 here, did Brian Dumoulin not lose his stick on that breakaway to Connor McDavid? It, it kind of looked like he dropped his stick. Now, some will say, well, McDavid was going in so fast. I, I don't know, man. When, you, when you're a defenseman and you drop your stick and it goes into the play on a breakaway, sometimes that's called a penalty shot. Um, so, And then the Oilers had a two-on-one opportunity with McDavid and Dreisaitl, uh when the score was 5-5, and Leon turned away from the goal on the rebound, had a chance for a hat-trick. So the Oilers did some good things. Goaltending wasn't good enough. Uh, Bouchard got limited. I thought Gravel was okay in the minutes that he played. Uh, fourth line, he, Brodziak's minus six in six games. Okay, minus six in six games. Cassian, I know he he, he got away with, he should have had an instigator in the fight with Alexiak because he popped him twice before Alexiak had his gloves off. Um, there's a lot of you out there that think that Cassian should be playing higher in the lineup, and there's a lot of you that think, yes, a Pugliarvi has to be playing on the Oilers' top line. Now, I'm going to go back 13 or 14 years ago here. When Alex Hemsky was with the Edmonton Oilers, they didn't have a McDavid or a Dreisaitl or a Nugent Hopkins. They didn't have players like that. They needed skill in the lineup. And I was the guy that said Hemsky's got to be in the top six to play. It was different. They didn't have those other front-line guys. And Alex Hemsky was a guy capable of creating offense. And, you know, I, I remember pushing back in 03-04 for Hemsky to play more. And if you recall, we came out of the lockout and Alex Hemsky had 77 points, albeit in a disproportionately higher scoring year. But he certainly lived up to the potential. In Paul Yarby's case, and I know Kurt Levins has written a piece about this on the Cult of Hockey uh, website, because I got a tweet this morning saying, you know, the Oilers need to, you know what, or get off the pot with Paul Yarby. And I'm like, everybody's just got to relax here. But I personally do not believe that Paul Yarby should be on the first unit power play. And based on his play over the last three or four games, there's no way... Uh, you can play him with McDavid. And frankly, I think the best spot for him is to play with Stroman Lucic on the third line. Give him matchups against third, uh, third defense pairings. Give him second unit power play time. He has to learn the nuances of the North American game. There's something there of the player. But 
it's not happened so far. And for those of you that have revisionist history and say, well, the Oilers took him too high, guys were ready to block slap shots in the nude when Paul Yarvey fell to Edmonton at four. The Oilers had him ranked third on their board. They did not have Pierre-Luc Dubois ranked in the top four because they had Sergeyev ranked fourth, and they thought they were going to get Sergeyev in the draft. Now, you can argue they should have had Kachuk ranked higher. Fine. I personally like Kachuk. I understood the concerns with him. His skating was a little bit of a concern. The fact that he was playing with a broken angle for me in the Memorial Cup that year, uh, I, I liked a lot about what Matthew Kachuk brings. But in terms of Pugliarby, I don't think he should be handed frontline opportunity. And I still think the Oilers need to be patient. The only way I would consider trading them is if you got another really good young prospect back. So, like, would you trade him for Anthony Mantha from Detroit, who's minus 12 in nine games this year and has got one goal? It's 24. Scored 24 goals last year. Would you do a deal like that? There's there's an example. I don't know. I, to me, there could be a right or wrong answer. I'm not sure on that one. What do you think, Brendan? I had somebody tweet me the other day and ask if Dylan Strom would be a possibility to come over here, given his you know partnership with McDavid and Junior, given that his brother's here. What do you think of that? There's another. I would be surprised if Arizona would do that. Because so Strom's a center. Math is a winger. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem with the Stroms is they're, they're not fast. Right? Neither guy... Dylan Strom can really shoot the puck. There is this mythology out there that, yes, Sapoli is an elite-level finisher. He has not shown that on the NHL level. I don't know if it's the lie in his stick or what he's got going on there, but I still think the Oilers have to be patient with the player here. Have to be patient. So, you can text us at 630-630. Tell me what you think. Uh, let's get to some more thoughts. Last night, the Oilers losing. Connor McDavid had this to say on the Oilers doing good things against Pittsburgh. Yeah, we did some good stuff. Obviously, you can't give up six goals. Um, you know, I'm sure coaches on both sides uh, won't be happy with the, uh, that part of it, but I thought offensively we, we did some really good things and kept plays alive and dangerous. You know what? It's September the 1st. You're looking at the Oilers' schedule, starting on the road against a playoff team in Sweden against New Jersey, going into Boston, made the playoffs last year, 100-plus points. Uh, you get the Rangers in an afternoon game. The Oilers are never good in Eastern Conference afternoon games. Then you're going to Winnipeg, who is the second-best team in the NHL last year. Then you're home to Boston again. Then you get the best team in the NHL last year, Nashville. Then you get Crosby. So seven games in a year, and you're sitting with a 3-3-1 record. Will you take it? I think most of you would take it. You can text us at 630-630. Leon Dreisaitl had this to say on the team... uh, on, on him personally building on his offensive confidence. And Settle did say after the game he'd rather have the win than the two goals, but uh, he knows he's got to bring more. Um, I'd rather have the two points right now, but, um, you know, it's nice to, um, you know, um, get back to, to playing my game a little bit and, um, you know, feeling, feeling confident. So um, I'm going to step in the right direction. Milan Lucic, who I think is in the right spot, the right role for him. Uh, playing with Strom, and again, I felt bad for Strom. End of the shift, isolated one-on-one against Crosby. That's a tough matchup. Uh, and Ryan Strom has done, a, you know, I know he's not scored, but if, for you stats, analytics types, he's got pretty good possession metrics. Here's Milan Lucic on the Oilers heading in the right direction. We're trending in the right direction as far as our games go, game goes. Uh, we're starting to get, uh, you know, contribution from, from other guys throughout the lineup, and 
um, again, we just got to find a way, like I said, to, to stick with it. And eventually, you know, I, I feel like we're just one mistake less from, from you know, taking that, that stride to that next level. So we just got to stay with it and that, stay with that mindset. And eventually, uh, if we do that, it'll, it'll come for us. That's Milan Lucic of the Edmonton Oilers. Another note today, Matt Benning did skate today. Uh, I, I mentioned I thought Gravel looked okay. Marodi, he's smart. He set up Lucic. Lucic had three great looks in the first period. Marodi uh, was in on that. Let's go to Oilers head coach Todd McClellan. Just his thoughts on Cooper Marodi and Kevin Gravel last night. Uh, they gave us good minutes. Um, you know, Kevin on the back end uh, to go from the American League and play right away at the National Hockey League level, even with experience, is uh, is a jolt. It happens fast. Uh, I thought he adjusted quickly, and Cooper, uh, he made plays. You can see that he's got a good hockey IQ. He didn't hurt us defensively at all. Uh, trusted him on the ice against some pretty darn good players, so thought he was uh, he was just fine. You know, the way this is shaping up, a uh, note from practice today, Matt Benning skating, uh, back on the ice, and Kevin Gravel coming up. The way this is shaping up right now, three more games to evaluate Bouchard. He had his minutes cut. Okay. I think uh, Evan Bouchard's got the highest ceiling of any Oilers defenseman, but he's just 19. And you wonder, yeah, I, I think most of us think that Matt Benning can play as a third pairing defenseman in the NHL. Oilers tried to slot him second pairing to start the year, and he had some struggles, and then he. He and Bacchus collided, and I think it hurt both players because Bacchus has had some issues with Conkeys too. But at the end of the day, we could have a scenario where Gravel and Benning end up being a third pairing here and because uh, Russell's been okay paired with uh, Nurse. Nurse has been a wild stallion that at times needs to be reined in a bit. But uh, and, and I have like the looks of Clefbaum and Larson, even though it was a tough matchup last night against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's good. So is Washington. It's going to be a terrific week. Love it. It was all, you know what? You were in the building, Brendan. I mean, it was spectacular. And, you know, Crosby got the goal on a deflection and he got an unbelievable goal in, in overtime. But throughout the course of the game, McDavid was the more noticeable player on the ice. And Pittsburgh's just got a better team right now. And I I feel for Connor. He's 03 and, or 02 and 3 against Pittsburgh. It's growing pains for Edmonton. Comes with the territories. I, and I get it. Fans don't want to hear it, but it is what it is. Let's do this. We're going to take a minute break, come back with NHL. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear, with uh, Brendan Escott, uh, Bob Stoffer with you and Oilers Now. This is Cam Talbot from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. 
12.27, quickly we're going to go to our Heartland 4 text line at 6.30, 6.30. Just because he's that guy, Topher, out of Red Deer. He's uh, he's a hard-nosed, I'm not, he's not an Oilers fan, we know that. He says, hey Bob, any chance you can play Jack Michaels overtime call again? You know what, Topher, just for you, bud. Crosby, high slot, shadowed by Strom. Crosby, waiting, peeling, cornering. What a move around Strom. Backhander scores, Sandy Crosby. An unbelievable move to win it. 6-5 in overtime. Well, that was a good call. All right, let's get to uh, NHL today. It's brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, and here is uh, the rising young stud himself, Brendan Escott. Four games on the schedule tonight, Bob. An all-Canadian matchup in Winnipeg with the Leafs visiting the Jets. Vancouver is also in Sin City taking on the Golden Knights. Senators defenseman Mark Borowicki will have a hearing with the league today for a vicious elbow on Bruins D-man Euro Vakanainen in uh, last night's game. No penalty called on the play, I should note. Red Wings D-man Man Mike Green uh, could make his season debut on Friday. He's been out with an illness this year. And Flyers forward Michael Raffle out four to six weeks with a lower body injury he suffered against Colorado on Monday. The Islanders have moved the homecoming game against John Tavares and the Toronto Maple Leafs from the Barclays Centre to Nassau Coliseum. That game coming on February 28th. Habs goaltender Carey Price moved into a tie with Patrick Waugh on the franchise's all-time wins list with 289, now only trailing Jacques Plante who has 314. A couple guys on waivers today, Mario Kempe of the Coyotes and the Rangers' Matt Bolesky. And a reminder, the Oil Kings are back in action on the road in Kootenay on Friday, and we'll hear from GM Kurt Hill after their big win against that same Kootenay team last weekend, Bob. You bet. 12-29 in Edmonton. I know what I'm watching tonight. Leafs-Jets. That'll be a good hockey game. Absolutely. Uh, Borbietsky, by the way, is one of the... uh, you know what? He's he plays on the edge, and when you play on the, I want that guy on the ice if I'm playing against him because, yeah, I think you can get to their team when he's on the ice, but he's a little bit dirty. So would have been great back in the nineties. Uh, off to a global news weather traffic update with uh, Eileen Bell, and when we come back in orders now from NHL Hockey and Rogers, Craig Simpson. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio six thirty Chad.